I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank, 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 Skimmer, Frank Skimmer, Absolute Radio. Love a bit of a ramshackle ending. That was the Atlas Sound with Lightworks. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Alan Cochran and Laura Solon. Yes, she's back. (laughs) Last week she replaced the Cockrell. And uh, this week uh, Dino is absent. Indeed. So uh, you you certainly are, Laura, a a bona fide. Friend of the show! It's nice that that's played when somebody's actually here, isn't it? That's, yeah, that's exactly. Normally played in there, absolutely. It'd be awkward if, if you didn't play that. Yeah. That's something else. Wait, you're know. beyond friend now. I think you're a uh, blood brother. <laughs> do people still do the old blood? I remember doing that at school. Yeah. A I little, imagine uh, there's a health li- and safety rule yeah, about it. Yeah, there's a hepatitis. Yeah, you can't play there. Conkers. I don't imagine they're allowed to cut themselves <laughs> and do... <laughs> no, exactly. Like they can't slash their wrists and hold them together anymore. Yeah. Oh, all the old ways of doing it. Yeah, so it's it's in so many ways. It, it, it's about eight different health and safety <laughs> yeah. um, red lights. That one. By the way, you can text us on eight twelve fifteen um, about anything. But there will be we'll, we, we might ask you for specifics later. Yeah. At the moment, you you know you've got your own free sort of you can free form it like some crazy old jazz cat. I shouldn't be surprised if somebody texts in saying, "Well, actually, I'm I'm blood brothers with someone else." You know, there'll be some of that. No well, doubt, it'd be a bit of that going. Oh yeah, they like to contribute. Don't they? Yeah, I think <laughs> I suspect it's died out. There might but it's be before people. social networking, isn't it? It, it was the, uh, it was it was Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> wrist book. Actually, some use the wrist. Some use the just the thumb. Just hold Who the thumb. Who the wrist? Yeah, some used really? it. Yeah, if you... Uh, some of the thinner people. kids who haven't got much <laughs> sure. pumping going on, they have to go for the main artery. <laughs> Extreme blood brothering. Yeah, with a tourniquet. <laughs> yeah. You did say brothering then, didn't you? It was a horrible uh, mix which frightened me somewhat. Yeah, I, I remember me and my uh, me and my cousin cutting our thumbs and holding them together. And if your cousin's your blood brother, it gets extremely complicated. Well, you're allowed to marry yeah. your cousin, aren't you? I think you're allowed to marry your blood brother, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. You are now, anyway, let's face it. That's progress. I was, um, speaking of my brothers in comedy, I was watching... Um, yeah, I was, well, speaking about brotherhood generally. Um, I was watching um, Mastermind last night. Oh. It was a, it was a, a children in need special with comedians. Oh. It was... Uh, They're everywhere, aren't they, nowadays? Yeah. What, comedians? Yeah. yeah t- too many, time. do you think? I think... We're awash with them Tipping all. point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Radios. This used to be... You know, this used to be somebody, you know, in the past. This time of the morning, you put the radio up, you go, Hi! Good morning! We've got, we've got Dave on the line. Dave, had a good night last night? Yeah, yes, Steve, I, uh, I got really drunk. Ha <laughs> ha, did you, Dave? That's what people want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't want this... Jokes and stuff like that. Sure up with your jokes. Let's talk to Dave. That's what everyone's shouting at home. <laughs> anyway, um, it was uh, it was an array of uh, comedians. Jared Christmas did um, Transformers: right. The Early Years, which was very. He was. Is that what he picked? He did, yeah. But he was so good at it that he kind of made himself laugh. I think just just to hear John Humphreys. Have to ask those questions. Yeah, t- talking about uh, Attic. Was it Atticus Prime? Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Prime. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not much of a Transformer man. Myself. He's also very interested in custard, I believe, Jared. I think he knows about different... Very interested. I wish he'd done that. Uh, anyway, Russell Kane. Really know about people. Russell Kane won. Um, Did he? Yeah, on Evelyn War. Really? It's quite a serious thing. It struck me that I was looking at Russell Kane and I th- I, it struck me for the first time. If ever they do EastEnders the movie, he could play the young Dot Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally see that. Yeah. <laughs> see him in the steamer, uh, swathed in the stream of the laundrette. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if and that movie, movie has gone beyond yeah. planning stage. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they did it with Coronation Street, didn't they? A sort of early years thing. Oh, did they? It was very... Uh, oh, it wasn't a movie, it was a TV thing. Ah, yeah. Right, yeah. But it was very popular. Oh, sounds good. Oh, God, yeah. Um, I was Albert Tatlock. I might be hurt you didn't see it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I feel bad I missed it now. So I... Um, what else? What would you pick? 
If you were doing celebrity more specialist, uh, yeah, yeah. specialist subject, I fear I'd go a bit Route One and go for West Bromwich Albion Football Club because um. I was on the verge of, of doing it a couple of times, Celebrity Mastermind, and then something else has turned up. And that's always where I thought I'd go play safe. Mm-hmm. Do they I, do they give you rules about what you can and can't? Well, uh, Myling Class had um, <laughs> series one of Sex in the City, so probably not very strict rules. <laughs> she had the alphabet. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish wow. she had the alphabet. I thought she'd have been sticking a neck out. <laughs> Absolute Radio, Frank Skinner. I uh, I was la- I was off last week, Frank, and uh, and I, I have a question. Have you managed to replace your watch strap yet? It's been plaguing me. <laughs> well, the thing I know is, that it's there for you to do. I f- I'll be honest. I feel a bit guilty. No, nothing. I'm holding up my bare wrist to reveal that I've it's, not. Uh, see, it's, it's like well, some kind of salute. <laughs> I like the idea. It's become a be- because the watch strap has gone. I don't have a watch, obviously, but I like the idea that the watch might have been there on its own. You've thrown the baby out with the bathwater. Well, it's, I just can't secure it in any other fashion than with a strap. Because I feel guilty. Because this week I've ordered a watch strap. Because I've got a metal one and I fancied a leather one, and I've I've ordered one and felt a pang of, I know Frank's been meaning to order himself <laughs> a watch strap, I'd and then I thought, I'd what's love. happened to me that I'm now w- worried about Frank's shopping <laughs> instead of my own? I dream of a metal one. I, Do you? I, yeah, I'd love to have a metal like a proper man's watch strap, but I've got very very thin wrists indeed. Me but too. I think that might be it. That's so why I, I can't make that. This one. Yeah, I, if I had a metal one, I'd have to. You know, when you pretend that you're on the phone and you, you extend your thumb and little finger out yeah. and hold them, <laughs> I'd have to have my hand like that all the time just to keep the watch on. <laughs> But it's they trap, they like trap the little hairs on your arm. They do trap little hairs, I've, I've heard that. Yeah. I know, mm. because I used to wear one as a belt. Yeah. <laughs> That's how thin and then I they am. become a bracelet if they're not tight enough, really. Mm. It's a fine line between yeah. a watch and a Jimmy Savile yeah, bracelet. Yeah, I, I don't want to be chasing the face of the watch around my wrist, you know what I mean, <laughs> trying to find it. Yeah, yeah, baggy. So, uh, but well, what I've been doing, to be honest, is um, dropping hints about... Because I've, I've, I've done two TV series at the moment, uh-huh. and uh, I've had a few like, opening night uh, opportunities and stuff, and I thought, I'll just say, oh, this is driving me mad not having a watch, and I yeah. thought this will... So this... Uh, I, I started a new series this week, and um, I said, oh, God, this is going to be... This series, I know I'm going to get through without a watch. <laughs> <laughs> so come the, uh, come the opening night... Um, <laughs> On my desk in the dressing room, there was like this long... It was like a tube, a cardboard tube, about a foot long. And I thought, it's a strange container for a watch, but maybe maybe there's like a sort of polystyrene forearm <laughs> inside it, and it comes out, and it's on the wrist of that. And I opened it, and it was, uh, it was a horse's head letter opener. No. It's not anything like a watch. <laughs> now, apparently I'd mentioned it on the radio show last week that I'd like to get a letter opener. I'd scop at myself with a casual offhand remark. <laughs> you did like the idea of a letter opener. I did, so now I've got a letter opener, but no watch. Because I managed to uh, finally solve a task that's been bugging me for weeks. In fact, no, months. Since, uh, since June, when I got my iPhone... Um, people have been saying you really need to get a case for that because you know it's made of glass and I've been thinking yeah I'll get a case for it. Is it it made of glass? Apparently they're made of glass. Both sides of it is glass. That's why it's so shiny. It's like a slipper. And it's also why so many people smash them by dropping them repeatedly. And, uh, And then I priced them up. This sounds really stingy. But it was seven quid for just the plastic case. You know those sort of trendy ones that look like a cassette this is, can yeah. I say this is a very cockerel moment <laughs> <laughs> seven <Yeah>. quid <laughs> I know but then yesterday uh, delighted the price sensitive point became fine I saw one that was five quid and it had um, an armband thing for sport and I thought well that's added value in it it's both less money uh-huh. and it does one more thing yeah. mm. so I got it five pa- I could only find ones in the region of 15 to 20 15 because they brand them that's where no that's where, they, that's where they make the money <laughs> this is where they make them <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sound like a very old Yorkshire man now but what but again you're, you're paying for the name there <laughs> <laughs> you always sound like a very old Yorkshire man <laughs> talking about no, it's, I have a whole... Uh, I need to get round to sort out the... I'm, I'm realised I can't trust other people. So I have to... I have to, For a start-off, I have to get to the the chiropodist soon. I keep putting that off, and now I've got so much 
excess skin on the soles of my feet. <laughs> you know, Are you taller? You get, I t- I t- it's, well, it's, 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 yeah, I've got, I've got sort of platform soles. <laughs> like a Tom Cruise elevator. No, it's actually, it's going out sideways. I look like, you know, you get a tight soldier on, on a base. Yes. I'm yeah. sort of on a base of my own skin. Oh, well, that's nice. Is this yeah. another hint? Are you asking for some chiropody vouchers <laughs> or something? No, I'm, I'm asking... A pumice stain. I'm asking yeah, yeah. for some uh, secateurs, I think, <laughs> is what I need. I need to trim it off. Like, when when you take a, a plastic soldier sometimes off, off, like a... You know, you get, like, a strip of soldiers and you take them off and the, there's still a bit of excess plastic around the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you've said anything that our listeners have been uh, meaning to get round to for a long time and haven't done it, they can text us in and let us know what, it, uh, what that was. Cause it's so easy, isn't it, to put things off, don't you mm. find? Oh, yes. Yeah. Take, for example, sorting out the Greek economy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, get on, get on with it, is, uh, is, is my advice. Absolute Radio, with Frank Skinner. Somebody's uh, spotted uh, something nice. We've had a text in from 443, Julian Liverpool, who said, spotting your colourful apparel, Frank, little red riding hoodie. <laughs> apparel? Yeah. See, I'd say apparel. Oh, would you? Yeah. Mm. Oh, OK. And it's interesting, because it's from American Apparel. So is it from American Apparel, or is it from American no. Apparel? I prefer Apparel. Yeah, I'm thinking High Chaparral. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember oh, yeah. High Chaparral? I yeah. That's where no. this has come from. No? No, I don't think I do. It was a, t- it was a TV show from the... Oh. Yeah, it has been quite a long time ago, actually. <laughs> is it a cowboy thing? Oh, yeah, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I saw a cowboy thing the other day. You forget how comforting watching a cowboy film oh, is. I, so yeah. I could great. watch cowboy films all day. I've done it. I have watched them all day. Mm-hmm. As a child, I used to put a cushion over the arm of the sofa and watch them as if I was in the saddle. Oh, nice. <laughs> but I've, I find now I, I can't get my leg all the way down like I used to be able to. Side saddle? <laughs> you thought about side saddle? I think side saddle. You know, I feel I'd have to wear an elaborate gown <laughs> to justify it. Ringlet to your hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I would be the sort of woman coming from the east who's married the westerner and is now taking her to his to his ranch. And I'd arrive like that with the locals, thinking of oh, this fine lady and one girl, like a so rough and ready but beautiful young girl who lives in, who thought that she'd marry him. Absolutely hates the sight of him. But eventually they come become friends. Oh, that's like a wonderful movie. <laughs> if I get that movie, I'm going far more yeah, than we <laughs> I'm going to watch it in the bonnet and I'll have one of those little parasols over my shoulder. <laughs> that feels like an extended treatment you've got in your drawer yeah. for that film. Or as the cocker would call them, a parasol. Parasol. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, so we were talking about things we've been meaning to get round to and we just haven't. Oh, we just you know haven't. been plaguing me? I, uh, I, I'm not bragging, I'm, I'm an owner of a Vespa scooter. Okay. Oh. And when I lived in London uh, four years ago, I used to scoot around on it and since I moved to Manchester... I've I've not used it, and last year about this time I got a guy to service it and and got the battery changed and everything, and then I've just left it again because I don't use it in Manchester, and it becomes quite a logistical annoyance because I need to do like the CBT, you know, the little bike test thing to get licensed on it again, and then Does I does that just, run out? Yeah, runs out unless you do the full motorbike test. It runs out every couple of years. So well, that's a good idea. That's what the driving yeah. test should be like. You should have yeah. to take it every two years. Absolutely, you really should. Yeah. I was driving the other day and someone was lost in front of me. You know when you see a car sort of waver yeah. around. <laughs> drunk or and, lost? Uh, no, well that's what I was thinking until I passed it and it was uh, <laughs> drunk or lost. That's how I like my women. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I overtook, and it was uh, it was a Muslim woman who was lost, but she'd stuck her iPhone into a headdress to like use it oh, as a hands-free a thing. It was brilliant. That's it was a, a perfect juxtaposition of old and new. It was yeah. really good. Really what good. What a marvellous image! Yeah, right? fantastic. I yeah. loved it. But yeah, the Vespa's been plaguing me, and even now, as I'm saying, they used this, to love their beef curry. <laughs> oh, they were the best. Not the Muslims, the Vespa. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, now, now. 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 There's, there's been an email. Oh, it's going to be... Do you mean, now, 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 now. <laughs> yeah. um, an email um, from James Oakes, which says, Hello, Frank. Uh, the delightful Emily, obviously, is not here at the moment, and the cockerel. Um, inspired by Frank's oft-mentioned comment that Winton's Wonderland was only commissioned for the title and the cockerel bringing up desperate scouse wives two mm. weeks ago. Can I, can I point out before we go on that I, I, wasn't, I wasn't after Dale Winton in a, in a savage way here. I just said that some TV shows 
only get made because they've got a, a pawn in the title. Yeah. That, that is my belief. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. title. Commission. Yeah, exactly. So some of my yeah. work... Uh, with, uh, some of my work bit- Bitterness, I <laughs> thought, <laughs> by Laura <Yeah>. Solo. <laughs> <laughs> James Oak. Some of his work week was re- reallocated to the creation of the following TV show ideas. OK, so James has come up with... Yeah, for you, well, oh. and for all of your team. Saints and Skinner. Frank tells the stories behind some of his favourite saints, or... (laughs) (laughs) I could do that. Some of his favourite saints. Or Frank and Ian St John tell the stories behind some of their favourite saints. I should say Ian St John, in case you don't know, was a footballer who used to be a presenter and was known as Saint... Yeah, I don't know what his uh, religious persuasion is, but... So you're quite quite into that one. Next one. Skinner's Thinner's. Frank meets slimming champions and learns some of their tricks of the trade. Or it's a <laughs> 1940s themed sitcom with Frank as a lovable, roguish door to door solvent salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Both could be made. Both are good. Easily. Uh, Forest of Dean, a documentary charting the trials and tribulations as Emily becomes the new chairperson of Nottingham Forest FC. Now, that would work because I've always thought Emily is, is a bit like Karen Brady. She has that look about her. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I didn't know if that was a reference to her looking a bit like Nigel Clough as well. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that of course. pointed out. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Mainly by her. Yes, <laughs> indeed. And then, and then the last one is The Cockerel Crows, a morning TV show with Alan as the main host, or a sitcom based on Alan's attempts to keep afloat a struggling pet shop yeah. specialising in corvids. Lovely use of the word corvid. Corvids. Yeah. I am enjoying that. Yes, truly. Many points allocated for the use of I've corvids. Got, I've though. got one for you, Frank. Go on. Skinner his teeth. Frank tries to avoid custodial sentences oh, for right. minor criminal offences. <laughs> yeah. And he gets away with things by the skin of his teeth. I, I thought it was going to be some terrible thing about my horrible yellow teeth. I've got one, I've got one here for, um, for you. And it's, uh, it's a documentary about your life, Laura. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's one of the... It's, 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 Is it quite short? It's presented by David Soul. And it's called Soul on Soul on. That's that's done. I think that's yeah. I think I think that'd be that'd be great. I thought of a good one for you as well, called So Long Farewell, where a suicidal Laura (laughs) Solon goes around saying goodbye to everyone in her life. (laughs) Not much of a second series potential. (laughs) No, well, the end of the first series is a one-way flight to Switzerland. That's it. It's done. And one for me was uh, maybe me investigating metals called Aluminium. <laughs> what do you think of that? Oh, one, that's one, absolutely sensational. One for Emily could be Dean and Not Heard, where she either works as a mime artist or spends a week as a Victorian child. Mm. Well, uh, the idea of her not speaking might be <laughs> yeah, yeah. slightly surprised. I thought we could have uh, Alan Cochran de- um, investigates American politics. And he spends the whole thing, you know, in, in Washington talking to politicians and stuff. And it's called um, ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. So on, on, on the subject of, um, of, of titles for uh, TV shows, I, I, um, I have a series called uh, Frank Skinner's Opinionated. Yeah. Which I was mm. quite pleased with because... Mm-hmm. It's a clever use of the word apostrophe. It's yeah. an ambiguous apostrophe. Yeah. Is it a programme called Opinionated that belongs to Frank Skinner, or is Frank Skinner opinionated? Nice. Okay. <laughs> is it yep. a little bit of both? I originally wanted to call it Skinnerama, uh-huh. <laughs> and it was turned down by the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> I think they thought that people would tune in expecting uh, I- investigative <laughs> journalism and, and get only lewd remarks. <laughs> <laughs> well, then... We, we had a text in who uh, has spotted the same programme that I spotted that, uh, as soon as I saw this on the TV the other day. Uh, 712, Dear Frank, Laura and the Cockerel, uh, as fans of the celebrity named pun-based TV show, I want to get your opinion on uh, Aid in Britain, which is <laughs> Aid Edmondson goes around Britain. Um, yeah, you can see yeah. what they've done there. Is that it? Oh, that's the end yeah. of it. I thought you were going to describe something special that does he does. It, but it just, just goes, goes around. around Britain. He goes around Britain. So I saw a bit of it the other day, and he was making have... a pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was making a pie with some people in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if he always makes things like the pun is on made. Yeah. And it's Aiden Britain. Oh, I see, so he has to make something. Aid, I don't know. Aid I don't think in Taiwan is yeah. series two. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because yeah. because things are made all over the place. Yeah. They are now. Yeah. Definitely. So um, he, yeah, he can. There's loads of spin off. He's going to have yeah. a heavily stamped passport at the end of this run, <laughs> isn't he? Well, not if he gets through our border control. <laughs> I should think it'll remain fairly untouched, <laughs> the chances are. So, uh, what else? As a uh, keen fan of a bargain... Um, <laughs> oh, God, God, are, we back, are we back there? <laughs> I, I, I saw a thing this week where uh, the entire contents of a hospital are up for auction. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And I got quite excited, cos I'd quite like one of those beds that you can move up and down and then just lean it forwards. And back. Do you know what I mean? I do. <laughs> you know they've got a little button on the side. Wouldn't that be quite good if, if, like, if you're at normal sofa level watching the telly and the dog? Sometimes my dog starts up biting at one of those like, like gummy shoe things, and she'll really scratch away. And you think I can barely even hear the telly, and occasionally I have to pick up the thing that she's chewing and just chuck it at the other end. It'd be quite good to just press the button and move the bed up to like eight feet high. <laughs> Just watch the telly where I couldn't hear the dog. That'd be all right, wouldn't it? That's, it's an interesting uh, way of, uh, of, <laughs> of solving the problem. I remember yeah. I, uh, I I used to go out with a photographer, and she um, she had a, she used to keep this Staffordshire Bull Terrier in her studio. And she, when she went into the dark room to do a bit of developing, she used to give it one of those um, squeaky toys. Well, they're quite they're quite hard dogs, Staffordshire yeah. Bull Terrier. This was in the days before they were overtaken by um, idiots mm-hmm. who mm. own them now. But no, they, then they were owned by people from the West Midlands. <laughs> but anyway, um, so she could hear this. <laughs> He, 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 for about ten minutes as he constantly bit at this thing. And she said there was the moment, the moment when she knew he'd, he'd, he'd broken through. When she'd, he, 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 <laughs> it's a terrible moment when you know the toy's gone. <laughs> Dead, it'll never squeak again. I'd love, um, I'll tell you what I'd really like, he's a nice set of them uh, stirrups. You see, second hand, as they put it, second hand is also the same as used. And that's yeah, the problem the with any hospital items. But that's all right, because the stirrups only really have a sort of... Uh, Are they for your sofa thing? horse? I, I dread to ask why. <laughs> well, I just... Yeah. Stirrups. <laughs> you know, a nice set of gynaecological stirrups on a hot, <laughs> on a hot day. On a picnic. Put, put, get, the, get the fan on. <laughs> I'm there in my pyjama jacket. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Oh, that's soothing. <laughs> I, th- I think that'd be fine. Frank, 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 Skimmer, Frank Skimmer, Absolute Radio. So I was—I didn't mean it. The people from the West Mid—they were developed in uh, in Staffordshire, the Staffordshire Bull Terrier, and and everyone I knew had one. Were really lovely people, but um, since I've moved to London, the only people I see with them are. Um, Scary. The sort of people that you wish the Staffordshire Bull Terrier would start eating its way along the lead <laughs> <laughs> and eventually consume like, them. Like Lady in the Tramp with the spaghetti, but just a sinister, <laughs> exactly. sinister ending. But in a it. sort of uh, mending broken Britain yeah. policy from the animal kingdom. The dog bites back. Oh, exactly. actually, Laura Solon, we've just had a text come in about oh. a, another TV programme for yourself. Solon on colons. Solon <laughs> talks to colonoscopy patients about their favourite punctuation marks. That That's is brilliant. <laughs> that, I really like the twist at the yeah. end there. I thought I didn't it was done. Who's it from? Roll Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I love that going around. A, well yeah, done, four three seven. There, colonoscopy patients, and they think I'm going to discuss their uh, recent yeah. procedure. And I'm not bothered at all. I just want to know about. Like, think about you could the colon. And, you could do yeah. both. Frank could probably the be trying to buy their uh, stirrups, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were t- we were talking we were talking about uh, this hospital in Tombridge Wells. It's selling everything. Must go. Yeah, <laughs> closing down sale. I was in a hospital a couple of weeks ago, not as a patient, as a visitor, and um, I noticed that at the bottom of the bed, you know they have like a, a guard on the bottom of the bed so people don't um, just slip off into the aisle mm-hmm. and block the trolleys. Um, <laughs> I certainly blocked my trolleys when I was in there. There's some terrifying <laughs> things. Anyway, um, the guard had got, had got the brand name money and it was called the Avant Guard. No, I thought a pun on, on a piece of hospital equipment and quite a highfalutin pun at yeah. that. Yeah. 
And then someone brought... I saw a bedpan and I thought, I really, wouldn't it be brilliant if this was made by a company called Pano Chocolat? <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, no, actually. No, actually, it wouldn't. Think it through, yeah. yeah. That would be terrible. <laughs> would you actually buy anything, though, from a hospital or would, it, would you be freaked out by it? I, I think that I would maybe buy an x-ray machine because I lose my keys a lot in my bag. Yeah. And it really annoys my husband because I just lose them and I say I can't find them anywhere. And, and they're, they're in your in bag. bag. Yeah, it would it would stop this whole half hour panic. It'd be an expensive way to solve the problem. Quite a imagine. dangerous one. Yeah. Or I could yeah. Sing- You'd have to drink a lot of Guinness <laughs> yeah. to replace your red corpuscles. <laughs> or a defibrillator just to check if it's the same as two travel irons. <laughs> yeah. Because it always looked that way on casualty. It does look like that. <laughs> Do you think you could do toasties with a defibrillator? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just make a sandwich and yeah. I'd love it. Be great just for creeping up behind people for a bit of a joke as well. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> You character, <laughs> I, would, I would like. Uh, I would. Uh, I tell you what would be perfect for me, obviously, is the nurse watch. The oh, nurse watch. Oh, you know the yeah. nurse watch that hangs upside down from the chest, and they oh, just. But do they, are they allowed though? Still, then they get covered in germs. Do they not have, like? Do they not exist anymore? No, I think I they have know. them because the wrist watch is less hygienic than than the. Then the, the chest, chest watch. Yeah, the, the, the boob nurse watch. watch. I, don't it the nurse I don't watch think yet. a nurse could have a wristwatch. I'm, 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 I'm sort of working it out now from watching um, All Creatures <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's quite the same in a human being hospital. For some reason, when you moved your hand that way, I knew that all creatures <laughs> yeah. great and small was yeah. about to be discussed. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, in case you know what I'm on about, nurses used mm. to... Maybe they still do. There'll be nurses listening, I, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I can feel the MRI coming through the... Uh, Coming through the speakers. Yeah, MRI, is that what it's MRSA. called? MRSA. 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 MRI is that big machine thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I've been a complete fool of myself. No. I'll, I'll just claim... Uh, I'll claim that uh, dyslexia thing, what other people do when they make mistakes. Huh? That'll be all right. Anyway, the upside-down watch that they wear on their yeah. tunic, do they pick it up to look at the time, or do they just look... It's the idea that nurses will be sufficiently bosty to lift it up to an angle where they can just look down and read it. But they have to... They have to be busted yeah. to get the gig. Yeah. Well, they did on Carry On Nurse. Yeah, they certainly did. <laughs> but, yeah, that could be the answer with the uh, the, the strap. If yeah. you get bustier... Well, I didn't get bustier. I could, I could just take... I could take hormones. <laughs> I could just work on the left one. Or you start wearing three-piece suits and go for the old gentleman's pocket oh, watch. Oh, yeah. I've, I've often wondered watch. about the pocket watch. That would work for you, I think. Can I say, by the way, on the on the thing about dropping hints about watches, I'm not dropping hints to anyone listening to the show who owns a shop or anything like that. So <laughs> I'm really not. I hate people that go on the thing and no. drop hints. If you send one here to me free as a lovely gesture, I'll smash it to pieces. <laughs> Absolute Radio, Frank Skinner. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I am with Alan Cochran. And I'm also with Laura Solon. So we haven't actually got uh, we haven't got your uh, jingle yet. I know oh, I like it. I like that, that one. Do. Um, can can I can I point steer your attention to something that c- caught my eye? Look, are you going to point? Are you going to steer? The Prince of the Prince of Wales, Prince Charles, yes. Duke of Cornwall, Prince and Great Steward of Scotland. Is, wow. it, um, is that what he is? The Great Steward of Scotland. According, according I hope to he this. wears a high vis jacket. <laughs> I hope so too. Take that sort of thing seriously. Yeah. Up there. Keeps people back from the band. Um, but but he's been given another title in Tanzania um, by a Maasai tribe. They've, I'm not going to pronounce this right, but I have a go. They've called him Oloisharu Ngishi. Which... There's, there's, Ma- there's Maasai's <laughs> yeah. listening to this now, thinking I've never jumping heard such down. language in my <laughs> life at <laughs> this time of the morning. Although I'll be jumping um, up and down yeah. almost, certainly. Um, and, uh, yeah, it literally translates as the one who makes cows cry. Well, I won't have them talking about our Queen of Hearts like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's outrageous. Who do these people think they are? I don't know what he's doing. I think it means cow helper, helper of cows, but literally translates as the one that wasn't James Herriot. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't help them. He made he made them cry. I should think. Always with a bar of soap. That awful bit where he soaped his arm. Oh, Oh, didn't it clean? Did he scrub in into the yard? (laughs) Yeah. So um. Yeah, no, I just think it's nice that he's going on the title. Perhaps that explains the... Um, I've had uh, three cups of tea this morning that taste of soap. Mm-hmm. Mm. I couldn't drink any of them. 
And I was starting to think that Sarah, our assistant producer, honestly did wonder if she was trying to poison me because poisoners do exist. Yeah. You know. They're out there. Well, there are a community of yeah. the poisoners. Yeah, but there are poisoners. You know, look, look at your history. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, often it's a slow process. They'd put a little bit in, a little bit in, and they just watch you disintegrate over a period of time. You, often work, You mates. need to hire a work experience that tastes all your food and drink before you do. Yeah, but is that going to help? Well, not hard. That's like in medieval I, I, that times. That just means I'll take them with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if uh, if it's me, but uh, this soapy thing. Well, sorry, I will come back to, yeah. to the to the Maasai thing. But are you implying that there's soapy? No, there is a. I, I get this. Do you ever get when you have a knot? Sometimes a Brazil knot, and it just tastes of soap. Oh yeah. Mm. Do you get that? What yeah. is that? I don't know. <laughs> so, it's a strange. That would be my Maasai name, the man who distrusts knots, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm including the Brazils and Sarah. Oh. In that. Oh, <laughs> no. Sarah's currently just on her way back into the studio oh. with said drinks now. Oh, well, I'm not having one. You <laughs> see, I'm just drinking water today. I'm not taking any risks on that. I like the idea of a Maasai name. Yeah. yeah. I would say, mm -hmm. on the subject of knots, yeah. which is coming up to Christmas, it will yeah. be topical. I, I, I was just thinking the other day, I was looking at half a walnut, because mm. they're my favourite. They're the queen of the knots, <laughs> for me, the walnut. And I was thinking, I looked at half a walnut just lying down flat, and I thought, wouldn't that make a lovely doll's house turkey? Oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. For Christmas. Yeah. Or a little, little tip there for a your brain. kids. A brain. Or, or a brain. brain. Yeah. Or yeah. a brain, depending on what your doll's house yeah. theme is. <laughs> it's Frankenstein. Yeah, exactly. You've got, that'd be that brain. You've got a doll's house hospital. Yeah. <laughs> you want a brain and stirrups. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all there. Anyway, sorry, yeah, the Maasai. Yeah. So is that how they're all named? The Maasai, are they all named by things they've done? Oh, I like those tribesmen. Like leader, where they get a sort position. Of but how did he make a cow cry? Chopping onions. Oh, that's sly, isn't it? That's what he does. Or is it that they milk the cow, so that makes it cry, but it's also the one who makes the cow happy, because surely they feel better after a milking, <laughs> surely. <laughs> they feel relieved. Does he yeah, have yeah. much contact with cattle, though, Prince Charles? Well, he has them on his <laughs> estate. Doesn't he have the duchy estates? Oh, maybe, yeah, with, yeah. With yeah, but in what way does he make them cry? Is he generally abusive? <laughs> <laughs> maybe they should have called him the one who makes expensive biscuits. Maybe that's what they should have <laughs> called him, if he's the duchy of the, those duchy biscuits. Yeah. The one who makes deer sausages, and you only get five. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if the Maasai's are very big on the biscuits. They'd be good at donking, though, wouldn't they? Yeah. With the jumping up and down thing. <laughs> they could put the tea like in, in the table like about a foot away, jump in with the donk and jump back out again. <laughs> the trouble is you need a good sturdy biscuit. You probably need a Garibaldi or you'd have that thing yeah. when the whole thing dropped away. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know. If you know what kind of biscuits the Maasai favour, <laughs> text <laughs> us on that cool. one. It's an investigation. Ongoing. <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. Well, uh, we had a text from 534 on the subject of uh, those TV shows that are the name first and then commission. And uh, Frankenstein. Frank kills Rick Stein and walks around in his skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, uh, how many episodes I'm going to get out of that. <laughs> Do I have to cook? <laughs> yeah. Fish. What about if it's, it's me? Always cooking fish. What about if it's me? You know, like the comedy rant is one of the fashionable things. Yeah, now, isn't it? Mm -hmm. and, and so it could be me every week. I do a different thing that makes me really angry, mm -hmm. and it could be called Frank incensed. Yeah. Oh. Huh? No, well, that's, that's good. That's my manager, my manager actually wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could, because there's lots of remakes of movies now. Maybe you could remake '80s classic Inner Space. Skinner space and Martin Short travels round your body trying to stop. I think it was a virus in the end. Wasn't Is it? Martin Short still uh, operational though? Is he operational? Yeah. Is he working? Martin Short. Well, it, yeah. well, he could be now. Yeah, could go, get him space. back. At first I thought you said Martin Short, and I was thinking, is he not a chess player? Oh, that's Nigel Short. No, that's Short. Nigel Short. <laughs> Nigel Short uh, travels around the inside of my body, <laughs> um, relating it to uh, the workings of my inner... Um, my inner organs to chess moves. Right. I'd watch that. <laughs> How is your Sicilian defence? <laughs> well, at the moment, it's a little shaky. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, that would be a fabulous programme. Um, Maasai titles. We were, we were talking about, uh, yeah, Maasai names. Prince Charles has been renamed as the one it's who a bit makes like the, cows cry, hasn't yeah. he? It's a bit like the um, Dances with Wolves, isn't it? It's, it is, it's, yeah. It's yeah. that whole it's idea. That I wanted to do a film about the last Native American Indian called Dances with Traffic. 
<laughs> ah. Okay. Never got made. <laughs> no, that's rubbish. I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about if um, Ant from Ant on Deck did a documentary about Anton de Beck? And it would be Anton, Anton de Beck. Anton de Beck, Deck, no? Anton. What, what? Did you say, run that no. past me again? Because we've got to get Deck in as well. Anton, so Ant, Anton de Beck. Anton, Anton de Beck. All oh, right, right. <laughs> deck. Okay. You put Deck in now with Beck and Deck. It's, oh, it's, oh, forget it's, it. It's, uh, forget it. Let's meet again next week and have another meeting. <laughs> I think um, I think my Maasai title would be uh, him over there. They'd all have fancy ones, and I'd just be that, that guy over there, yeah. or him in the way. Because I, I don't know if I've told you this before, but I'm convinced that I'm always in a thoroughfare. If we go for breakfast, I end up in the aisle, and there's... All, you know when people say their life flashes before their eyes right before they die? I think mine's just going to be a parade of people going, excuse me, can can I just... <laughs> could I just... No, but sorry, I mate, feel that I, as well. Gonna be. If ever I'm in a queue... People always see me as the gateway, right? You so know when what? you look. You know when you look at a queue and you're going to get through it. You mm. think, where's, which is the weakest link? The weak. They British always, Bulldog. they always come just in front of me. Maybe I your massive title was he of the gateway. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like <laughs> it. It's, I tell you what, mine could be judging on something that happened to me this week. The man whose rage is from the seventies. <laughs> yeah, because I was, <laughs> I was playing my ukulele um, in my office in the uh, in the Frank Skinner's opinionated office this week, and a man came round and went ballistic about the noise, and uh, but he shouted at one of the guys who worked, not at me, and I um, there was a bit where he said it won't be tolerated when <laughs> I felt the old ping, oh. so I went up and and uh, one of the things I remember saying to him in my uh, look, mate. Kind of. First of all, I went as Birmingham as I've ever been, so that's obviously the seventies for me. And then I, at one point, I said, "Don't, don't start coming the hard case." <laughs> I don't think anyone said the hard case. I don't think I've said that since I was in David Clulo, and he asked me what kind of uh, spectacles holder <laughs> I want. Yeah, don't come the hard case. And afterwards, I thought, well, shows how long it's been since I've got. Aggressive. Retro rage. Retro rage, that's what I've got. Man with retro rage, <laughs> as I'm known by the lovely bouncy Maasai. <laughs> Springy. I love them, I yeah, with their, with their fabulous um, biscuit things. <laughs> I don't know what they eat, the Maasai. I'm imagining there's um, some sort of... Uh, whatever. It's the same thing that Tigger eats, <laughs> I'm guessing. It leads you into that bouncy... Okay. <laughs> Perhaps that's enough African tribal stuff for this morning. It's always thin ice. Let's face it. And the last thing you want the Maasai on <laughs> is thin ice. <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. Had a great email on Maasai names. I went out to Kenya a few years ago to a school in a remote village to help set up a science lab. My colleagues mm. received tribal names such as the lion and the elephant. I was excited to be told that despite being a white female, I was also to receive a name from the elders. The elder paused with dramatic effect and said, Sarah, we will call you Sarah Asan. That's beautiful, I exclaimed, but what does it mean? It means Sarah the Plate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm named after a piece of crockery. <laughs> I can't escape a small sense of disappointment. Oh, that'd be like me. Sarah the Plate. I wonder what it's got a gangster ring to it as well. Hasn't it? <laughs> it's like Eggs Benedict, yeah. I always think. Sounds like a gangster boss. <laughs> yeah, Sarah the Plate. I wonder what it is about the nature of Sarah that made them come up with that. Yeah. Does she work as one of those sushi virgins in Tokyo where people eat sushi off her? Off her body, I imagine she doesn't. I've not heard of these sushi no. <laughs> not heard of them. She, she probably tense. would have mentioned that in your yeah. email. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That oh, hang on, the there's a PS. Yeah. Um, I should have <laughs> scrolled down. No, you must have heard of them. There's these um, women, young women, and they. I've never, can I say, I wouldn't go on moral grounds, but they lie mm. on a table covered in sushi and, and men eat the sushi off them. Is can I say I wouldn't go on taste grounds? I don't like sushi. Raw fish, it's... Ugh. I did think about I could go and then say I don't have any money, but I'm happy to do the washing up. <laughs> 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 yeah, but you must, I'm surprised you haven't heard of the sushi virgins. No. Quite, quite well known. Pass me by. Well, I'll worry about the uh, wasabi. 
can sting. Anyway, um, well, not 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 talking of sushi virgins. Mm. Um, I, I had a bit of an experience at the passport office earlier this week. Well, not many people can say that. No, yeah, in the no I, I, I went. I was waiting to, to renew my passport, and I'd run there, so I was wearing my running trousers. I don't think you need one anymore. You're wasting your time. <laughs> you just walk the doors through. are open. Yeah. <laughs> With a picture of yourself, if yeah. necessary. And um, I was sitting there in my running trousers, and a man sidled over, and uh, he said, "How are your running trousers?" Oh dear, I don't like the way this is going already. <laughs> well, how I'm, are I'm they? Intrigued. And then he said, um, "He said any scuffing or chafing?" Oh my god! Pause. This, is, this was a customs <laughs> pause. official. Pause. No, this is another man. <laughs> oh. Pause and set. Then pause. And I had to qualify the scuffing or chafing by saying, "Around the knee." Oh, he panicked. He no, panicked I don't think it's down, appropriate but... to ask any stranger, lady or man, about scuffing or chafing no, around c- any area. He slightly rescued it with the knee. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. he looked a bit like Bobby Ball. Now, a friend of mine oh, okay. said, that, yeah. that's all right then. A yeah. friend of mine said maybe he was trying to chat you up. I don't think he was. I think he genuinely was interested in my running trousers. If he looked like yeah. Bobby Ball, he doesn't sound much like a runner, though. I don't, I don't know what... Although it what... could be one of the 118 blokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? I mean... It's not a sexually charged atmosphere waiting to get your passport renewed. And neither are running trousers. not no, a sexually not charged It depends on the nature of the running trousers. I mean, I'm allowed to investigate this. Are they the sort of... I mean, running trousers sounds like you're in a sort of a, a tweed. Well, they're more, they're more running running leggings. Tight. Oh, yeah. So they are running tight. They are tight. Yes. Yeah. Well, you see... See, I, I'm in. Yeah. I don't like the sound. I, I think he was drawn in by the curvature. I'll be straight with you. Maybe. I don't. Well, I don't like it. But I have a couple of pairs of running leggings. Let's yeah. call them. Do you get and much uh, hassle from anyone? people that look like eighties uh, comics? Yes. <laughs> not received, I've not received so much as a second glance from no. anybody. Ah. Uh, but I'm, I can see why he would ask you about them. Uh, Do you get scuffing I and chafing? I don't get scuffing and chafing, but I have a problem with uh, with sweating. I get a sweaty <laughs> undercarriage. Oh, a sweaty undercarriage. <laughs> 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 if anything, I need cycling shorts down there with that padding. But uh, I, I can what see why need? he would ask. It's a nice set of uh, gynecological steroids. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trouble. It's, it's all about circulation of air. <laughs> But then how could I go how and run? How run? No, but, it's, but, no, but once, then it's the proper drying afterwards. In a weird way, if you got the stirrups and fastened them onto your feet and some poles, you could just run on the spot, couldn't you? And you wouldn't even have to leave well, you the could, house. You know those oh, people, cross trainers. You know the power yeah, walking um, the power yeah. walking poles? It would be like that, yeah. Yeah, that would be all right, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm interested that somebody would... Because I often admire articles on other people and think I'd quite like to ask where he got yeah, that jacket but would you but ask if it's it. scuffed and chafed I, I wouldn't, wouldn't ask if no. it was a woman on her own anyway I guess. <laughs> no, no, definitely no <laughs> it is an odd thing to do but, but I, 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 I often um, I don't know the whole chat up thing is I decided a, a long time in, well I, I suppose in my early 20s I decided I would rather be desperately lonely than do chat up lines. I, d- yeah. I don't think anyone really does official chat up. I th- lines. Oh no, they, oh, well, they did. They, it, they certainly did in Birmingham. I think, I think lads do. Lads. You used to get that. Lads. The one I remember is people saying, "Oh, you a model? You a model? Yeah, I'm a model, and I'm living in 1970s Birmingham." <laughs> 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 How did that happen? Yeah, I model full face crash helmets. <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. What was we talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, chat-up lines. Your, your theory is they don't exist. Well, I think it's just I just haven't haven't been out there on the market for a long time, so I I, I don't I've never heard anyone use one. But those sort of tradi- those cheesy traditional, those yes. old-fashioned ones about your dad, someone your dad being a, a robber, someone stole the stars. I'm getting it wrong this way, I don't get lots of yeah, extracurricular yeah. Don't, don't get used in one that. Excuse me, it's your dad a robber was not one that I would have used yeah. in Birmingham in the 1970s. Can he? Yeah. Yes, why? The yeah, arm, no, exactly, yeah. the arms were way Just too lit- high. Literal ones. I'd never have got to the, the fudge line, whatever it was. No, I it think is. it's about stealing the stars yeah, and putting them in the your stars. eyes or something. But oh, do they work? Do the, I, I, don't, I don't think I they don't do. I don't think they work. Apparently those sort of lads now do that thing called negging where they sort of say something negative. Oh, backhanded compliments. Well, they say yeah. something like, oh, it's yeah, you've got... It's The Game by Neil Strauss. It's, yeah. yeah, it's part of a book. It sounds yeah. horrible. Pick-up artists. 
Yeah, they so say, so you, you they say something like, oh, you've got big shoulders, haven't you? Or something yeah. like that. Or um, they, yeah, they say you're... Is that it? What's the punchline? Nothing. Yeah. Ju- they just then So then it's the idea the that women desperately want the validation from the man because he's slightly made her feel insecure. So you might and, say yeah. you've got a pimple and she thinks subconsciously, mm. this guy thinks I'm imperfect. Yeah. The way to make him you're, think I'm perfect is to sleep with him. Yeah. That's, that's you're, basically the... You're quite attractive for a woman with a big neck. Something that like sort that. Of oh, a lot of it's, it's all based. Yeah. It's very head and shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want a punchline. You know, you've got big shoulders. Do you want to buy six parrots? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then already you're off yeah. into into Laughter. negotiation. You've got the icebreaker. Yeah. Well, maybe you have. The problem with that is that you end up selling six parrots and yeah. not not dating. That's, that's the trouble. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know. Every cloud. Yeah, exactly. If you're not uh, Well, if you're carrying six parrots with you to a nightclub or bar or restaurant, I mean, that's an opening gambit in itself. I always went, I always took parrots to nightclubs. <laughs> Just somebody to talk to. <laughs> Simple as that. So. No, I, I remember I was working at uh, an art house cinema in Birmingham and I was on the box office and this very sort of cute girl came in to see a <clears throat> three-hour, 40-minute... Um, Russian documentary and uh, I uh, I sold her a ticket and we had a brief conversation and she went and I wrote her I thought well I'm not going to hang around to the end of the documentary I don't like her that much <laughs> I wrote a note saying you seem a very interesting person would you like to meet me tomorrow blah 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 one o'clock and uh, she turned up it worked that's great see and I was alright with a handwritten one because I felt I could do a bit of an edit you know uh-huh. Stuff I, um, I did. Oh, I think it was draft, the seventh draft. <laughs> I actually put in the envelope. Well, you knew you had three hours forty. To... I had a team yeah. of writers. <laughs> I brought in. It wasn't a strict deadline, was it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, we met the next day, and she was the woman. Who, uh, I remember. I I actually invited her back to my bed sit eventually, which was quite a big step. And uh, I I got. I actually went out and I, I bought a French stick, the first one I ever bought. Oh, because I thought she had a hint of sophistication. <laughs> About yeah, yeah. I bought a French stick, you know, she never turned up. Oh, no. Oh, I didn't... What a sad story. Yeah, I was at a loss, because everything I had in the fridge was a sort of a three-inch by three-inch rectangle, you know, corned beef. <laughs> that cheese that used to come in a slice, none of it fitted right. I didn't know what to do with the French stick. Do you just go and buy a really big sausage? <laughs> <laughs> but it was sitting looking at the French stick, it made me feel pathetic and humiliated. In so many ways, I'd love to know if, if our um, if our listeners have had any unusual chat up lines, but not those crappy comedy ones. I hate them. Frank, Frank, Frank Skinner, Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. On the subject of that Maasai tribe thing, um, I, I feel like it's not a massive change of subject here. A, ma- a Maasai of change, change of subject. A Maasai change of subject, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, did you hear that there was a, 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 a lion spotted in West Yorkshire this week? Yes. <laughs> they stopped the trains, didn't they? They stopped the train for the sighting of a lion. I, I love this story, partly, I think, because it uses place names that I grew up near. So <laughs> the idea of seeing uh, driving in the village of Shepley near Huddersfield, and at 3.30 in the afternoon, she phoned the police saying that she, she thought she'd seen a lion. Yeah, but she said she thought she'd seen a lion. Yeah. And they scrambled a helicopter. Yeah. Well, like, you can't be too careful. <laughs> what, what's your view? It was uh, Peter Stringfellow. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, but if someone says it, you, you never know, because you do get local eccentrics in these yeah. uh, outposts of the north that might keep <laughs> yes. a lion. Yeah, I mean, it's not the perfect climate for such a creature. No. But, oh, I think they're, they're quite... Um, it did remind me of, you know, that one of my favourite old jokes ever is the bloke... The bloke's walking down the street and he sees someone running absolutely flat out and he said, what is it, mate? He said, a lion's escaped from the zoo. And he said, which way is it coming? He says, you don't think I'm chasing it, do you? <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the great jokes but of they, all time. They had another one of these earlier when there was a, a, a white tiger spotted in a field in Hampshire by members of the public. Was it, it snowing? turned out to be a stuffed toy. 
Oh, people should have really fact-checked People that, should have... I mean, it was still, for a start. <laughs> well, yeah, but they you know, small. sometimes when they're hunting, it's <laughs> yeah. like a cat with a bird, they'll stand <laughs> absolutely still. <laughs> for hours. Yeah. And a they white scram- tiger. They scrambled the fact he had a carrot for a nose was an offer for that. <laughs> Maybe that's how to get the police out if you need them to come round. You just say there's a lion in your garden. Yeah. Like shouting fire, fire, yeah. just go lion, lion. Can I say that uh, Absolute Radio do not condone the calling out of the police on the, on a bogus um, great well, cat? I, I think we can assume that this Goose was not chase. bogus, that they thought it was a real yeah, lion. Yeah, they also they? believe the woman was a genuine caller. I like that. Yeah, that's good. I saw a lot. I was in Africa with um, with David Badir when we, for the World Cup, and we went to this place, and uh, it was a, a big game reserve, and um, the the, ma- the the World Cup it was a big game <laughs> a big game reserve <laughs> and uh, it was just Monopoly for miles <laughs> now, and the man said oh you're lucky uh, an elephant's died which oh. no one had ever said to me before <laughs> no uh, and it meant that all animals came from all around and all gathered to eat the elephant oh, and we, we, oh, yeah, we saw peaceful. this elephant and a, a lion just emerged from the elephant. It's fantastic, like a kinder surprise. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you have to assemble it? Um, well, I think it's a bit late for that. I'd have had to put my tongue, me, uh, not my tongue, my fingers down the lion's throat. Terrible Freudian slip there. <laughs> Obviously, if I desire to, to snog a lion. <laughs> Which, tying back to Peter Stringfellow, it's an interesting psychological route to take. But, um, so yeah, was it a climb safari? Down the elephant? Or just, you just went to see, was it a safari? Was it just well, a... I, we were in a trot looking at animals, so I suppose it was a safari. It was, mm. only, it was only one. That's a day and a half. Because if you don't see animals, a safari is just a very expensive drive. It is. <laughs> yeah, what you need, you need to, I would recommend anyone thinking of going on safari to book a dead elephant, yeah. elephant about a day and a half in advance. <laughs> No. Give them a chance to get through the outer casing. Once they're at the innards, they come from all around. Yeah, that sounds good. Apparently, at the I very end, like birds that. flock around and pick it absolutely clean. And is it? It's sort of the animals. There's the, the lions go first because obviously there's an animal that just want to be eaten by a lion. Yeah, the, or do they all just muck like a, in? It's is like it, a Russian doll. Yeah. <laughs> is it like a buffet where it they is. all get on? The lions go first because. Um, if the other animals come, they'll eat them as well, obviously. Yeah, they're like king a, of the beasts. They are king of the beasts. A natural queuing system, really, yeah. isn't it? Sounds good. I don't know if they're still king of the beasts now in South Africa. I, now that it's a republic, <laughs> I think they're actually president <laughs> of the beasts. <laughs> I think that was that was agreed. But it's, uh, it's a pretty terrifying thing. It used to be quite a, a deal, didn't it, in England? Strange wild cats and well, when I beasts in, of Bodmin Moor. When and, I lived in London, there was definitely a, a supposed... A puma in Sydenham. There was a, the Sydenham puma. The Sydenham puma. Yeah, that's what it was known as. <laughs> I don't think it was ever caught. Or was it rampant or couchant? Pardon. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it there. My dad. I mean, our big bogeyman thing at home. You know, you know, people used to say, "Oh, the, if you come, the police will come and get you." My dad used to threaten me with the um, the 16th century religious reformer Martin Luther. <laughs> he say, "Martin Luther will come and blah blah." Yeah. It's a funny old household, looking back. <laughs> not that you're any old, is it? <laughs> anyway, no, exactly. So, um, not that we... I'm still slightly frightened of him. <laughs> Even just, you know, in magazines and things. Not that he's in that many magazines. <laughs> I'll be straight with you. Um, I haven't seen him in heat for ages. <laughs> Torso of the Thomas week. Cranmer yeah. was in heat, but he was burnt at the stake. <laughs> so, uh, not the weekend podcast will be available from uh, Wednesday morning. Thank you very much for listening. If the good Lord willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this week. Uh, no, we won't be back this week. We'll be back next week at the same time. To- oh, God. <laughs> it looks like I've got out just in time. <laughs> <laughs> That's an odd of it. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner.